Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, episode 88. This is currently day X of the month uh, of the year 20XX. <laughs> is it just me or are you losing track of days? No matter what, what, what day of the week are we even Yeah, is I mean... This, I think it's Sunday? Yeah, yes. I mean, as, as a recording day, it is Sunday. Though Said that with I, about 70% confidence? <laughs> yeah. I could even give it you a fifth. <laughs> yeah, I just realised one day it was it was Sunday and it was warm. Um, we still got, you know, it's our public service announcement on here. I mean, it's Tuesday, so we're getting the unseasonably warm weather again. So please, stay the fucking doors. No. Yeah, I mean, that's what half of England are saying as well. Oh, no, well. one's got a sunbathe in a park. No, you don't. That might just be me. Blitz spirit only goes so far. It is a real shame, actually, that the weather's so nice. Uh, the world is taunting us. Like fuck you. It's like I think I don't think we've had rain in like ten days here. We've had positives, lots of sunny weather. We're at two digits on most days. It's yeah. uh, very nice weather, honestly. I actually saw a meme about Ontario mm. the other day, and. Toronto about how normally in April it's snowing. Yeah, that's is not it? unusual. Yeah, I mean, and and it's like it's this is what rain. happens when we're all meant to be in work, school, and everything else. Snow, 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 snow. When we're all quarantined, blistering sun. Yeah. Snow April it, it, it seems to be the world's reaction to that. <laughs> mm. You're quarantined. The sun's coming out. Yeah. Well, we were just saying, just because of like our country's inability to follow simple instructions, we were saying, because they keep putting the weather on, they keep making us see the weather, they should just turn around and just lie to us. Just like, huh, it's gonna welcome rain. to the weather, it's shit. Stay indoors. Don't, lo- don't look outside, it's the ozone layer, it'll burn you alive. Stay indoors. You, you know for a fact, you could turn around and go, there's going to be a nuclear downfall in Britain, and everyone will probably still go outside to watch it. Yeah, we'll just put on some Factor 50 sunblock and some <laughs> sunglasses, and, you know, the nuclear radiation will just not bother us. It sounds like the British thing. Yeah. So, speaking of cynical British tendencies, hi, I'm Ryan, a cynical person from England. Cynical, joining us. Cynical uh, Brit. R.I.P. Yeah. Rip. TB. So that means we're an optimist, a realist, and an undecided now, right? Mm. Yeah. It's very agreed on there but joining us we got we got uh duncan who Yo. is an emotion duncan's an emotion what i emotion never would have Dun- guessed sweet emotion yeah i'm gonna go with contentment contentment okay the content for you stuff or is that for duncan that's for I, duncan. Think I, I think Content- duncan's emotion is dying but that's just a personal <laughs> everybody's <laughs> dying but dying's not a feeling yeah, the well, dying Canadian doesn't sound exactly very cheerful, does it? D- Duncan's been, like, super dying lately. Oh, super mm. dying. Super uh, dying. Am I incorrect? Dying squared. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not great. Because the problem is, is, like, for, like, probably about four months leading up to this, I've already been, like, partially quarantined in the sense that, like, I've only been working two days a week. I have no school. I have no hobbies. Not really very many friends. So wow. I- Rude. I've spent most of. What do you want from now? <laughs> You've been in school. Uh. Anyway, so before I was rudely interrupted by the wrong child. Uh, the wrong child. That's what she is. She's she's a child and she is incorrect about everything. <laughs> Jesus. Um. That's fair. And uh. But anyway, I've I've just been you know relegated to fifteen hours of work a week for about four months leading up to this. And now I'm not doing any work. And so it's like, my brain was already kind of on the melt before this all started. Mm. And now it's just kind of going into overtime. Oh, it's no good. But uh, let's think of it this way. I've well, There's only so many times you can take the same trip to your Asda supermarket, going and sitting in the same queue of ignorant people who don't know how to follow a simple direction on a floor. It's... Oh. You know See, what? I'm, can I'm be done talking about the work. I've got none of this issue, and going back to work is something I wouldn't mind. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, my mum and dad do my shop, uh, shopping for those, seeing that you're limited in Tesco's. It's limited to how many people can go in. So yeah. It's one person per trailer. Um, no one else is allowed in with you. So basically, my dad's going in with his own trailer. So my mum's kind of going, okay, you get the fruit and veg, I'll get this. If we need more or something, we'll just go. We'll get mm. two milk for me, two milk for you. That should do us the week because we normally buy four milk. Yeah, which so, you can't do well, on the three well, per yeah. person rule. No, in Tesco, it depends on what items. It's one or two mm. on most items. Yeah. Ah, uh, dear. It's it's depressing. So um, we've also got we've also got Andrea. Hi, I'm also here. Yep. The wrong child, as we've been told. <laughs> yeah. It's my new Andrea, name. Comma, the wrong child. And then uh, we've got we've got Steph. Yay. I'm becoming a lot of gym buff in this. I've got a multi gym in the back garden, so got nothing to do. Might as well use it. Yeah, I've been noticing my biceps have been increasing because I've just been using these bloody hand resistors, but nothing else of the body is working on the exercise apart, probably apart from the legs. So I'm gonna look like a fucking Dorito by the end of the month. Gonna. I was doing some push-ups. As long as you're not just doing one hand. <laughs> no. Just just do one hand. I think that'll look hilarious. A bunch of push-ups and squats. Yeah, I should probably get back doing them as well. Have you ever seen the picture of the world champion for arm wrestling? No. Look it up. One arm looks like a twig. The other arm might as well be an elephant's trunk. That, that's how bad professional arm wrestlers are, wrestlers are. One arm is like a brick, tree trunk, and the other arm looks like it's never seen sunlight no that's not right that's not right oh dear god <laughs> you just looked at it and you yeah <laughs> i was again. watching a few days ago about a documentary about world the world fuck you, like the world champions of arm wrestling and that and i feel like that looks nasty it looks like a charger from love for death yeah mm-hmm. so we had a we had a famous like tv host in um in the uk called the... jamie beadle and my god, if you have a look at like a picture of his hands, one is smaller than the other. Is it? Oh yes. I never know. It's uh, quite mad. I mean, it's not as it's not as crazy as people take. Do you think the psycho? What some of the psychos in Bardlands might be based on like arm wrestlers? Uh, maybe. Because you got the big psychos that have the massive arm and like the little twiggy arm. Yeah, that is maybe. true. God, we're going down a rabbit hole here. Uh, yeah, what's been played? Woo! What's been played? That's an excellent question. Yeah. Are, we, are we starting the way we normally do from the top? Uh, if you want. Yeah, that starts with Duncan. Right. So I guess that's me then. Um, oh boy. I mean, we could ask Craig. <laughs> Craig, <laughs> what have you played? And then Craig's like, I have been playing. Uh, Borderlands fair, Three. Yeah, to be fair, keep saying playing Craig Doc Chat. So, uh, what do you think it's like? In, what, what do you think that's like? Like, do you think it's like a visual novel? It's no, gotta be right. It'll be a visual. It'll be a visual novel. But what you don't know is Craig's been playing whatever we've been playing verbally. See <laughs> so that I played the room verbally. Oh god, right, so hold on, so instead of a visual novel, he's basically an audiobook. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Cool, thank you very much, Craig. Right now, Duncan. Me, okay, so here's the thing, right? The only, like, new game that I've played in this last seven days is a game that I know Andrew would probably rather talk about and have, would have way more to talk about. <laughs> why, why don't you introduce us to it, and Andrea can take it from there? Yeah, you can introduce oh. it, and then when, when it's my turn, I'll just go off. So, uh, yeah, I guess we could give it, multi, you know, sort of different perspectives on it, because we have, you know, we're interacting so, so with no, the game in a very different gonna, ways. See, for what I've played, I need Ryan with, because I've only played it for about half an hour. Fair enough. And then so, Ryan's played it much longer. So, like, so a certain game that my sister has been just literally bouncing off the walls for, for... Months and months and months waiting for it to come out. Uh, yeah. A little game called Persona 5 Royal, which is a remake 
re-release, remaster, super mega definitive edition of uh, Persona 5. Yeah, boy. So, so I've no, so I played Persona 4. I played like, I don't know, halfway through it-ish? Uh, about half, yeah. Like half, maybe just a little under. And I thought yeah. it was like, okay. I was like, it's like there were there were parts that I liked, and then there were parts that I kind of was like, eh, kind of wish this could have been a lot better. Eventually, mm-hmm. I kind of abandoned it. I didn't really, I never finished it. I wasn't mad about that. Didn't just didn't quite suck me in, honestly. Oh, well, I always didn't, thought... didn't get dragged into the Midnight Channel. He's alive. No, I'm, I'm, I didn't go to the Midnight Channel. Um, but Persona Five always looked like it was at least. Better than Persona Four, like, like it was. It was at least a little bit more exciting looking. Mm-hmm. It, stylistically, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, it. its color palette is screaming at you. And uh, you know, for a little while, mm-hmm. for a little while, uh, my sister and I have been talking about ever since we started doing these these let's plays, these better together play sessions together. Yeah, uh, we've been talking about maybe doing, you know, a, a playthrough of, of Persona Five together. Because it's like my sister's favorite game or whatever. Hi. And um, but when there was when it was announced that the remake was coming out kind of soonish, she decided to put it off until it came out. So now it's out, and now we're playing it together, and we're doing a play session of it. Yeah, you are. And uh, we'll use the, uh, the files to Ryan the other day. Yeah. Well, in that case, we'll use the podcast to announce that uh, the Better Together returns. Monday the thirteenth of April. Not with Fire Emblem though. No, no, it, <laughs> uh, it returns with Persona Five Royal as as Duncan's so, the uh, files. So that means we'll we'll probably get to Fire Emblem in like twenty twenty three. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Dep- it depends good. how long this There's, there's no like. way we can. There's no way we're gonna just put it off until Persona Five is done. We're we're gonna have to fit the rest of it in in the schedule somewhere. Maybe even if it just ends up turning out to be alternating episodes, you know? I think I mentioned that, like, the day we started talking about this, like, yesterday, or something. Because, yeah, if we wait until after Persona 5 is over, like, it literally literally will not be done this year. (laughs) Yeah, what's the average play? Unless we're, like, that good. Persona 5 is, like, 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 if you know what you're doing, it's like an 80-hour game. Yep. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Uh, can I imagine what a speedrun of that game looks like? I oh, want to try speedrunning it. I bet that the speedrunning and casual playing community have 0% crossover. I bet the people who play the Persona 5 casually look at the speedruns and go, you're not playing the game correctly. That is unacceptable. I don't even want to talk to you. I... I do want to try speedrunning it because I feel like an any percent speedrun would actually be pretty easy. But like trying to do a hundred percent would be kind of finagly, especially if you're not doing it on New Game Plus, because I think it's actually impossible. Hmm. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, no, we're playing it. Uh, we're kind of doing our an alternating play, uh, hot seat, except for when we're, we're not. With, uh, like whatever. Uh, it's the idea is alternation. Um, for our playthrough. Um, well, I, I, just to let you know, I've looked it up. Um, the world record for P- Persona Five speedrun is sixteen hours, twelve minutes, and twenty-three seconds. Yes, that is actually longer than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's that's considerably a, that's longer a than mode. I thought it would be. Yeah, that's a hard mode true ending run. It just says true hard ending. mode. Okay. There is another one which is a hard end, hard, true end, um, which is 17 hours and 5. Is is that any percent or is that 100%? Uh, that'll not be an any percent run. I think. Alright. Well, now I know what I'm doing when I beat Royal. Going back yeah. to the 16 original. hours. And there is a yeah, new game plus ending in easy mode. Speed run is 12 hours, 25 minutes, 51 seconds. That's not surprising. Um. They do have some specific rules on here. DLC is not allowed, safety difficulty is not allowed, and network functions are not allowed. That that last one's a little weird. I don't know why they don't want network functions, because they 
don't really do much to change the pace of the game. Because, mm. like, DLC personas, I get, because you can get, you can literally just get a level 85 persona for free at the start of the game. Yeah. And then another one on well, me, there's yeah. hard drive types as well. Solid state op opposed to, like, just your normal optical discs. But anyway. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we're barely into it. Like, to say that we're four hours into our playthrough so far is basically the same as saying we've played the game for 14 minutes. Yeah. Like, that really, right. like, like, Persona is Persona, man. Like, they... Yeah, they bash you over the head with setup and story and prologue before they actually get you into the meat of the things. Persona 5 is even better about it than Persona 4 was. Like Persona, Persona 4 is like you could watch the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy back to back before you actually and, and finish that before you actually got to like the core gameplay game of Persona 4. Yeah. By the way, if you're going to record the speed run of um, Persona 5, how true ended. If you can get somewhere between before, for 20 hours, you're in the top 10. Oh, yeah. Because I've just found a website that has the ranked wow. one to... Oh, yeah, no, I'm looking. I'm looking right now. 20 hours gets you in the top 10 and the world record 17 hours. Yeah. There must not be a lot of people who do this. <laughs> the world record 16 hours. 12 and there's only, there's, there's only uh, 11 yeah. uh, ranks here, so... <laughs> well, there you go, Andrea. You Actually, become... most of them... Most of them were done in the past year, probably for all the hype for Royal. Maybe that's what I'll do when I uh, when I beat Royal. I'll just go back to the original can, and record a speedrun. You can become one of the top 10 fastest Persona 5 players of all time in the entire world. In I all of human be, history, Andrew. I can, I can be small ant and Persona 5 can be my Mario Odyssey. Well, uh, that's a very definitely different... put the mark on for us for any gamers. We actually have a rec one of the top ten players for a game. Mm. It's it's kind of different because it's like when when to compare yourself to Small Ant because Mario Odyssey is uh, like the second most popular speedrun game of all time or something like that. Oh, so he's like actually next a big to deal. like Mario sixty four. So to be you know <laughs> competitive in that category is insane. You like legitimately have to be insanely skilled and com and dedicated but to be fair he did basically like invent a category to to be the best in he didn't really oh. invent it but it was like it was like like a tenth of a percent of the speedrunners played in his category but he just had to be like really popular because he has a lot of viewers so like he took his enormous viewer base and got the world record in that category and he technically made it the most viewed category, like on <laughs> average, because, you know, no one, you know, he was just more people watched his streams than like anyone else's. <laughs> so, you know, he did he did he did game the system a little bit. Mm. But anyway, Persona 5, you know, I can't really say much about it yet. It looks very pretty. The music's great. But like I say, we've been playing like 14 minutes. There's a lot to get into. And Andrew will tell you more about the game itself and her spiel and uh, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk more about it about my experience with it in future podcasts i'm sure it'll be like whenever i don't have anything else to talk about that'll probably be my fallback it's the new three houses yay <laughs> Fair literally like in all senses quick uh, how long do you think it'll take you to speed run three houses <laughs> okay then fair enough <laughs> Oh, that, that's a laugh of, like, don't even think I'm going to be trying to do a speedrun of three houses. Well, people have done it. <laughs> yeah. I, people an hour and a half. An hour? I mean, yeah, that oh, makes sense. Off. Hold on. Uh, fire and run three houses. How many people? Like, no one must have speedrun it, right? Yeah, like, Duggan, if you speedrun this game at all, you'll get into the top ten. <laughs> wow. Did you know wow. that the top... Uh, oh, wait, no, that's Black Eagles. Did eh, you know that... I don't know how long my microphone's been off, but I've been literally trying to interrupt for, like, two minutes while you're talking about three house oh, speedruns. sorry. But... What's up? I was like, yeah, no, I did not... I knew it wouldn't be that long to to do three houses, because you can just skip, like, 100% of the dialogue and cutscenes and stuff. Yeah. And you can and there are so many ways you can speed up the gameplay itself. Like, yeah, no, you could absolutely just blaze through 
Oh my god, if you houses, do an Ashen like an hour or so. If you do an Ashen Wolf speed run, you'll get there no matter what because there's nothing I know, there. I know I can do that because I literally took a game from almost the beginning, like not even using like real speed run strats, just like skipping a lot of faff that I've already seen. I just casual speed run strats we'll call them. I got a game that was like almost in the beginning to the halfway point in an afternoon, like three hours. So I know that you can cut a lot of three houses out. Fire Emblem three hours. Fire Emblem three hours. It would be more impressive if the actual speedrun world record was three hours. Higher than that. Oh god. Oh. No, no, just don't, keep thinking about speedruns. I'll tell you um because I know what game Ryan's gonna talk about. We'll talk about the speed one of that when it comes to it. <laughs> uh, you know, funnily enough, I was actually uh I was searching for that while I was putting it on, just so we could have it there as reference. But uh, yeah, I've been playing my friend Pedro. Uh, Pedro. It's, it's a weird little game. It's basically a run and gunner, uh, where you're uh, an unknown masked to, to guy. Me, my friend Pedro, because I've seen gameplay of this, and I actually like the looks of this game. It is a speed runner of its own. Yeah. For the way you have to play. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, According to a Wikipedia entry, it's a shoot-em-up video game developed by Dead Toast Entertainment and published by Devolver. Of course it's published by Devolver. Um, and yeah, you're just a guy who wakes up in a basement who's about to get chopped up by the local gang lord. Um, and you're roused awake by what is described as a sentient banana called Pedro. I just a typical see. morning, you know. Yeah. Um, and your aim on that is to sort of get out, eliminate anyone in your way, and figure out why everyone's hunting you down. Probably because you're talking to a banana. Yeah, and, you know, maybe that's just me. That could be I want to hunt you down for that. That would be something that would probably make you be my friend. Well, I mean, it depends on what the banana tells him. True. But the banana just sort of like small talks with him, you know, wants to be his friend. That's cool. Well, like the once the banana starts is... making suggestions about who should live and who should die, that's you gotta, quite kinda, yeah. It depends. You gotta, you if it says I'm that. living, I'm happy with the banana. <laughs> um, I have to say, have you seen it in pajamas yet? I have not seen it in pajamas yet. No, because I wonder if they're gonna make that reference in that game. Why do I feel like this isn't the first time bananas in pajamas has come up while I've been on a podcast? It's the first time I've had it, so. Mm. Bananas. Maybe I've just officially lost it from the inside for so long. Maybe maybe you're getting deja vu. She's psychic. Duncan, ah. get a lot of numbers. <laughs> Jesus. Now, while you're doing that, I'm looking into this and finding that this is actually effectively a remake of a Flash game from 2014 that was called Max Plantain, My Friend Pedro. I think, that, I think it was just called My Friend Pedro. It just wasn't. Was that supposed to be like a reference to Max Payne? I don't know, maybe. I think that was like, whoever the person at, uh, yeah, I think that's whoever the person at Rock Paper Shotgun decided to just write it down as as a joke. Wow, a 10 out of 10. It's got achievements. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would peel again. That was poor. I apologize. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the goal of the game is to get from one end of the level to the next, uh, shooting everyone in your way, and you can you can do it stylishly. You have a bullet time focus meter, which slows down time, like every other game that has that mechanic. You can flip in the air. You can, like, do a ballet dodge. Yeah. Everything's everything's all great. You get points based on, like, your comboing of killing of dudes. If you get two weapons, you can split your aim so you can fire at two people at once. Two twin stick shooter. Yeah. Well, in, in a sense, yeah. Um, it's, it's more of the case that you like you push like the left trigger and it'll just lock on a target and then you can still aim with the right stick for that as well but uh, yeah so far so good I've got through a few of the levels some of them gaining good ranks some of them gaining not um, you're graded from C to A or C to S and the grades will always stand for something different each time and I completed about three levels, and one it was B is for Bravo, B is for Bananas, and so on. 
And uh, yeah, I've not learned anything about myself, but I've killed the gang leader, like, and now I'm let loose on by a bunch of bounty hunters. So, just mm-hmm. when you thought one problem was ending, yeah. What was that, Steph? By the way, I assume B should always be for banana. No, it can be for bonkers banana. and Bravo. Oh, that yeah, C is, is for clumsy that? as well. But Pedro's face keeps changing based on your rank, and sometimes if you get yourself a nice kill streak, he'll just pop into your screen, smile. And get in your way while you're trying to shoot someone. So basically, well, you're getting like a kill streak. Let's see if I can stop you. <laughs> yeah. Makes me Sounds feel... Sounds more like a me than a Pedro. My friend Stefan. Can't believe Stefan's legal name was Pedro this entire time. And also he was a sentient banana. Yeah. Stefan Pedro Hall. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably so. take it over what he's got. Why? Well, that made funny for that one. the name. Da-na. Da-na. So uh, yeah, that's that's me talking about my friend Pedro. So back to Persona talk. <laughs> we never saw a Unless she's got something else she wants to talk about. That's also a po- total option. I mean, I know I set you up for it, but honestly, you can talk about whatever you want. If there's, I mean, I don't know what else you've been playing. I haven't. <laughs> I played Slime <laughs> Rancher for a bit. Did you know the world record speedrun for that is 13 minutes? For yeah, what? Wow. For Slime Rancher. Wow. Jesus Christ. You know, oh, we, I we imagine, it. We skipped it. I well. imagine in a 13 minute speedrun, you probably don't do a lot of slime ranching, do you? Uh, no. And, and I want to check something. There's a game I find really annoying, and I want to see what speedrun that is. It's called Minute. Oh, M I N I T. Yeah. Oh. It's got to be 52 seconds, right? 59 oh. mi- seconds and five minutes. Oh, I see. Seven minutes. Huh. But it wasn't a minute to win it. It was seven. Re- real time is seven minutes. In-game time, let's call it just under seven. Hey, what what is it? I guess we shouldn't talk about minute now. We can talk about minute later. Anyway, Persona. Yes, that was what I was going to talk about. Yes. Like, I'm really... Away. Hooray. <laughs> Uh, so Persona 5 Royal, from the perspective of someone who has beaten the original Persona 5 on multiple consoles a few times at least, I genuinely adore it so far. Just nice. takes everything you had in the old Persona 5, gave it a nice little squeaky bath. They, they actually uh, made a couple changes to most of the portraits, made new portraits. Uh, they've also introduced new characters, and I love all of them so far, every mm-hmm. single one, uh, which is great because the personal th- the thing I've loved doing this entire time, and by this entire time I mean the past five days, mm-hmm. is comparing and contrasting it with Persona 4 Golden, which is basically the same thing except it was Persona 4, so it's not good. My expect- I like Golden. I didn't like Golden. You want to know why I didn't like Golden? Her name is Marie. Ah, uh, okay, understood. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What's wrong with Marie? Literally everything. There are very few positives I have for her other than she's kind of cute, I guess. Good talk. Uh, oh, I, I can't disagree, to be honest. Like, Marie set my expectations for... Kasumi. Kasumi's her name. She's the the main waifu poster girl for Royal. But like, Kasumi, Maruki, and Eggchild, whose name I'm afraid to pronounce, all of them are wonderful. All of them are wonderful. I love them so much. And I don't want to jump to conclusions, because currently I've just barely beaten the... No, I've just barely started the third dungeon. But hmm. I think, in my opinion anyway, Maruki might be the example of a perfect Persona character. He's just good. Yeah? Yeah. It's basically, he's just this, you know, therapist because everyone's traumatized after the first arc of the game. And the, sc- and the school mandates you see him because you're awful. So you go see him, and as you progress through his confidant, you actually get abilities that are the most useful in the game, as long as you don't count the ones that let you get the true ending completely. 
just just to read them off. I'm sorry, I should have planned ahead. It's not telling me. I'm mad. Okay. But just to give an example, some of the abilities you can get is like you can just recover from a status ailment instantly. So say mm. you've been brainwashed. You don't have to worry about stabbing your best friend in the throat. You're good. That's a relief. I was really worried about that. <laughs> Ryuji, no. Although I mean Morgana, I'd gladly punt Morgana down a set of stairs. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You have, a, you have a problem with characters whose names start with M. In this. Not true. Yuki Mishima. He's great. I'd kill for him. But everyone else, yeah. Well, that's a Y. I mean... Yeah, I but no know. one ever Come calls him there. Yuki Mishima. He's he's just Mishima to literally everyone. Mishima. Mishima. No. Mishima Realm. Jesus. Oh, God. Have I... This this is still related to Persona 5. Did I ever tell the story about Mishima and my friend Ben? Uh, no, I don't believe you have. Okay, so spoilers. But in the original Persona 5, at the very least, in order to get the complete true ending, you need to progress Mishima's confidant. You need to finish it. It needs to be rank 10 by the time you go to the final dungeon. Right. Otherwise, you're fucked. Fair now, enough. This... This was a point that I made very clear to Ben when I first lent him my copy of Persona 5 back in, like, 2018. I was like, hey, literally, just do Mishima's Confidant. That's it. That's all I'm asking you to do. And yeah. so he comes to me during science class one day, and he's like, hey, I'm at the end. And I'm like, cool, did you remember to do Mishima's Confidant like I told you to? And he was like, no, why would I do that? And I'm like, literally? Literally, it's the only thing I told you to do. You can't get the true ending now. And he was like, oh, what? And I was like, yeah. When's the last time you saved, bucko? And he's like, I don't know, like a, like a week before the last dungeon. I'm like, cool. How far did you get him? And he was like, he was like rank six. And I'm like, how did you even? Uh, Ten. Mm. And I was like, how did you even do That's that? Disparity. How did you even do that? The game tries to get you to hang out with him all the time because I think he's the only character who will message you when he's free, no matter what. Yeah. It does and... sound like me in Three Houses that one time. I tried to do the, uh, the, crim <laughs> the Crimson Flower route with, uh, with Edelgard and I uh, found out uh, the day of her coronation or whatever that... Uh, Unless I had done some very specific things first, I could not do her route. So I had to basically start over from October. Oh. Work my way all the way, work my way all the way back to February. And that was the time I beat that. And that was the time that I beat about a quarter of Fire Emblem Three Houses in an afternoon. <laughs> wow. Duncan, you didn't get uh, Edelgard's Confidant to rank 10. I only needed it to be like rank two, okay? But I didn't even do that. <laughs> Actually, and I also didn't have to talk to her. Maybe. Uh, the the most ridiculous part of this story, though, is that, like I've mentioned, each confidant has benefits, and it could be super OP, like uh, the previously mentioned Maruki, or it could be like, okay. Most of them are good, though. But mm. Mishima's confidant bonuses net you extra experience points. Why would you consciously turn away from that? Yeah, that does seem a bit odd, doesn't it? Yeah, and especially especially if you're switching out your party a lot, because unlike the first, well, at least three and four, after you unlock it, like start as confidant, all your party members will get experience no matter what. But only by completing it will everybody get the same amount. So it's like, why would you go out of your way not to complete it? Like, some people are, like, off-put by his personality, but I don't think Ben cares about personality. Like, he said Makoto was best girl. I can't trust people like that. <laughs> hey, well, you got to think of it this way. When we were playing uh, we were playing Ruby Combat Ready for Tabletop Sim, all the characters were best girl. Apart from Penny, who was best girl work in progress. Well, <laughs> From what I heard about that uh, gameplay the other day, I would decide that you weren't best girl, Ryan. I was, I was, I was uh, a side character on my own board game. Yeah, you walked into the room and then died 
Well, you didn't die, but you immediately got kicked out. You got smoke screened. It was just like it's like a. It was kind of like what did the, you uh, do? It was kind of like the end of uh, Ruby Volume Two, actually. <laughs> just kind of, you know, you go into the heist train, the train heist, and you're just like, oh, punted. Yeah, death. I went in first fight. He was he was a subtle card. We weren't expecting like any speed. We went for a nice average speed. Everything was great. Now seven smoke screen end duel immediately. I'm like, all oh, right, that's my experience of dueling then. Okay, cool, bye. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I go. Uh, well, uh, I was just gonna go back to like the original topic at hand. So if you had like one more thing to say, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say while we were in, we were talking about speedruns, we never mentioned the speedrun for my friend Pedro. Any percent on PC is one hour, one minute, one second, and one hundred and twenty <laughs> yeah. milliseconds. Just so you know, and that's not one hundred and ten milliseconds. Yeah, time with loads makes that one hour, six minutes, seven seconds, and six hundred milliseconds. And that was achieved today. Yeah, that is today. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. To, to to wrap up the Persona Five, uh yeah. Overall, it's it it has a lot of uh, quality of life improvements over the first one, like not being forced to go to bed at gunpoint and all that fun stuff. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and as well, just making like the dungeoning more uh involved somehow, even more than it was earlier. But again, we started from Persona Four. Expectations are not high. I don't like Persona Four, by the way. Could you tell? No. I wrote a whole, like, mini-essay about that just this morning, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not oh, really who? an essay. It was really an essay. I just complained about it to my friends a lot because I just, I don't like most of it. I cited the only things I actually liked about it are the three different people you accuse of being the murderer. They are the highlight of the game. No, I don't take constructive criticism. What about Teddy? Teddy is one of the lowest points. I will take Yukiko and Kanji every day of the week over Teddy. Although I would not take Chie over Teddy. Chie is the worst and I hate her and I hope she dies. That's harsh. I don't hope she dies. That's that's really mean. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we'll... Yeah. Um, we'll Go play we'll, Persona you know. 5. Yeah. Persona 5, good. <laughs> so, Steph, to wrap yes. this podcast up, what have you played? I've played one new thing. Oh boy. Because I like to play a lot of things repeatedly. Um, and I've kind of got into it because of Ryan, Martin, and a few other people. And I always oh, yeah. like to try it. Um, Star Wars The Old Republic. Hey! Oh, right now, I have no idea what I'm doing, yet it's given me a, a level 70 character to start with. Oh, you made a boosted character, so you're starting at um, Onslaught. What is it? All I know is I just went, I'll make this character and I'll make that. And it just went, okay, you're doing it, it's level 70. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, if you make a boosted character at level 70, it completes all the story quests and provides you neutral choices all the way through. Um, but what have you rolled anyway? Um, Sif, uh, it's not... The first column, it's the second one in it. I forgot what it is. Um, Sith Inquisitor, then. Yeah, something like that. So is Sith basically just like the horde of all of of uh of um, the old Republic? Well, I mean, it's split into the Republic and the Empire. Um, and basically each side has classes that are basically the same each way through. So you've got like the you've got the Sith Warrior, which is then also the Jedi, like Jedi Knight. Yeah, thank you, Martin, and thank you, Steph. Yeah, the Jedi Knight. You've got the Inquisitor and the Sentinel, um, Smuggler and Bounty Hunter, and Imperial Agent and Storm. Yeah, Republic Trooper, but it's a Stormtrooper, effectively, as Martin said. In other words, it can't shoot shit. And generally, they start based on the side of the Force that they've been known for. So Siths would generally start dark side, Republic and Jedi's would start light side. But you can change that. Yeah, I won't change me. Uh, so you're becoming an evil, evil bastard, as opposed yeah. to a good, evil bastard. Yeah. I I, I've, already, I've already started slagging off some uh, the, the 
Sith Council or whatever it is. Ah, oh, the Dark Council. Oh, you pissed yeah. them off already. Cool. I'm pissing one of them off. The um, one who's in charge of all the uh, scientific crap. Who's right now mutating people in my game. Oh, Martin's giving you a spoilerific thing. He's now a member of the Dark Council. I'm the Emperor's Wrath. So, uh, you know. But I believe Andrea oh, had something yeah. to say there as well. Uh, yeah, I like I don't know a lot about Twitter, obviously. Mm. But there's this YouTuber I've watched who's like drawn comparisons to it in the past. Uh, the most notable example I can think of was during a over two hour long video calling out Steven Universe for its bullshit. Ooh. But I've actually heard that playing a light side Sith is actually really interesting, apparently. So I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I believe Ryan is doing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm running that um, light side Sith warrior. Um, probably one of the more interesting bits on it is that the the attitude of one of your companions that you get is based on whether you do a light side or dark side action up to that point. Huh. So um, it's like basically you chase after a Padawan or a Jedi Padawan who's got the ability to sense the true force nature of people. Um, and if you choose light side, basically the story for her goes on the idea that you are a Sith that actually wants to bring the Empire into using the light side of the Force, as opposed to being, you know, evil von evil dude. <laughs> um, so, like, part of her companion stories is she's trying to find other Force sent, well, other light side Sith, which is a contradiction a lot of the way if you go that far into Star Wars, but still it is fun and interesting. As a character, it's like it's also interesting making a you know going dark side as a republic. It's just like watching them just unravel while still pretending to be a you know force for good. You're not. But uh, yeah, Steph, how is your like seventy inquisitor then? Um, right now I'm just trying to get a handle of like how you. F- I've, I don't tend to play games like this to be honest. Mm. I, I, I've never really got into WoW. Uh, I think the closest thing to... I, I don't know if I've ever played it. closest thing I've ever played to this is like RuneScape. Yeah. And RuneScape's nothing like this. <laughs> well, the old version isn't anyway. I don't know about the new one. So um, right now RuneScape. I'm doing a quest where I'm... I've just met one of the Dark Council and from what it sounds like I used to be a member Hmm. Um, but I left, did something, and I ended up with my own planet. I had my own alliance, as far as I can understand. And um, from there, it seems to be that I—it's got to the point in the war where I've have to—I have to now pick a side. I picked the Empire. I—I ah. I, I turned around and my character even said, "I have to stay loyal to the Empire." And the person who's helping me at the beginning is like, I knew you'd say that. I've already prepared everything. <laughs> Wonderful. So it's like, oh, you knew I was going to do that, anyway. What would you have done if I said the other way? It's just like, I, I, I was already stabbed prepared. in the back. Yeah, I was already prepared for that. <laughs> you stabbed me. It's like they were prepared. Yeah, they were. They were prepared for that too. It's just, it was just <laughs> less preparation involved. Yeah, there's just two like, there's two rooms. It's just like just the same. It's like, it's like just as you're about to answer the question, it's just you like, it's like, oh, which side? Just as they're saying, like, which side will you choose? And, like, just as you're thinking about your answer, the guy's just, like, holding their lightsaber up to the back. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, all right, if Empire he says... Punch it away. He says Republic. <laughs> if he says Republic, I gotta... But, um, so far, I have met the, the leader of the scientific of the Bat Council, who doesn't like me at all. As that sounds as, right. As soon as I met her... She was insulting me and everything on the thing, and I just went. I just turned around and went, "I've come here to make sure you get the job done." <laughs> but yeah, fuck you, go away. And then um, I've kind of gone around looking for the scout that we needed because the scout has all the information we ha- we need. Yeah. Um. So I've done that. We're fighting on what's the insect planet from the Clone Wars? Ah. Uh... Yeah, that sounds right. Well, I'm fighting them bugs. I don't know if I'm on that planet, but I'm fighting them bugs on it. And she's mutated them. 
to make to make them what kill better and all the rest of it. But um, they seem to have backfired and they'll kill everything and anything. Oh, that that sounds right for for Star Wars. Yep. Um. So I'm just fighting my way through them. Found, I found in when the in the like half an hour I've played, maybe a bit longer. I found the M Scout, and then we find out that a cargo ship has. Drop supplies, but we wasn't waiting for cargo. Um, so we now ha- I'm now running, as the as they put it in the story, I'm now running in time of beating the Jedi to this um, storage, where my character is hoping to kill a Jedi. <laughs> but at one point, I I did have the thing of oh I don't get to kill Jedi, <laughs> so I I want I want her t- to fulfill that request. And I want to kill some Jedi, but um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I have to admit, I have to learn more of the controls and that. I'm assuming it's like um, I have a lot on the Force abilities already, like my light, my different lightnings. Hmm. There seems to be plenty of them. I seem to have more like two. Number one's lightsaber. Use my lightsaber. Um, two to like eight or seven is all fast lightning moves. Right. And this, and get me from wrong here. When you use a move and another one glows up, does that mean they're linked in like a combo type thing? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so, yes. Like so. they're, they're your optimal moves to use. Yeah, th- that's why I assumed so that I started. Because every time I use two, five normally glows up, or five might glow up after a certain, like, I've used other abilities at other points. But yeah, I'm enjoying it at the minute. By the sounds of it, I, I want to like start from level one and not make a boosted character at some point. Yeah, I mean, the way that it's very good in terms of its storytelling, because the main story of the original stuff was done by Bioware. And this was done by a Bioware before they ended up... They were pre-amp from Bioware. Let's, let's do it like that. Yeah, Back when they were young and... If, 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 if it was amp from, um, that wasn't a starter. That that was just a downfall. Young and yeah. full of innocence. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's specifically there's like a mega achievement in the game, which is to complete every class story. So that'll be eight times you would need to go through the story. But each story is individual to that class, as well, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I'd I'd say start, you know, have a character that you could start from the off, because the, the story is pretty cool. The only thing I don't get is. I'm not finding gear for my level. I seem to be finding gear way under my level. Um, it's a bit weird how gear works. But well, the um, gear ratings under me anyway, way under. So like yeah, I have the gear that I, character, probably got good gear anyway. Yeah, he's got like um, rated gear of something like two hundred, three hundred, something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's all like level sixty-nine equipment. But everything I'm finding is like level twelve and rated like six. Mm. So I I don't know if I've kind of gone back on a story and it's not actually completed the early quest. Um, no, I think from what I remember Martin telling me, onslaught is a separate story. Ah, okay. So yeah, so by the sounds that I'm gonna I'm when I go back to us like either today, either later today or tomorrow, mm. I will go back to doing a. Just a standard game. I'll have to look at how to change it, but I'm sure it can't be that hard. Um, I don't know if you can do it with a 70 character, but you can. Oh no, I'll, I'll make a new character and just change it over. Yeah, well, you won't have that boost now anyway because you've got that 70 character, so. Oh, fair enough. So, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess that's that's everyone's games that's being talked about. Sure is. Yep. Which... Everybody played a game. Everybody talked about their game. Yeah, everyone had fun. Yeah, which with the with the lack of news again, I mean, we had the BAFTA Games Awards, some games won, but um, other than that, nothing again. So uh, I guess we do the good old wrap up, don't we? But I guess we wrap up with uh, one last speedrun look, which is apparently oh. uh, the speedrun from getting from one to fifty in Star Wars: The Old Republic. <laughs> Is uh, nine hours and twenty-one minutes and thirty-six seconds. There are no other speedruns, so he's top by default. <laughs> and that, and that was two years ago. I'm Sorry, sure. which game was this again? 
This is uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, the one. That's Star Wars: The Old Republic speed run. Yeah, from one to fifty, nine hours, and the rules on that: no use of guilds or outside help, mail, cartel market, or collections. No purchasing of legacy upgrades or buffs during the run. There's a a, a function in it called legacy, which means you can. Every character has got like this shared XP bar that allows you to buy upgrades, and some of them increase the amount of XP that you get. But uh, so none of that. No use of seasonal special in-game events. Please show character creation for easy verification. And timer starts on first input after the first cutscene ends. And timer ends once you reach level 50. Oh, I love the fact there's there. actually a speed run for first to 10. Yeah. As well which, as uh, first to 50. Which, which is, that's interesting because that's, uh, that's 16 minutes and 45 seconds as a preferred player. Which means that's a person who's had one month subscription. And then let it lapse. So uh, yeah, that's a that's a load more speedrunny stuff. This is just the the episode where we inexplicably talk about speedruns half the time. Yeah. What well, what well, I like that I like that when we are literally at our slowest point, like possibly in our lives ever collectively, we're talking yeah. about speedruns. Yeah. Just just a complete complete opposite of what we should be thinking. We should be taking our times and savoring our video games and. Spending as much time playing them as possible. What fun is in that? What else are we gonna do? Yeah, well, hey, well, you no, know, gotta what go comes fast. Out? You know what comes out on Friday? What? Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh my god! I'm waiting for the end of this month. Maybe I'll actually finish Final Fantasy VII remake because I've never finished the original. I know nothing about Final Fantasy VII. Two weeks from the recording of this, Dungeons is out, which I think is coming out on the Game Pass. So. uh... I don't, I've already ordered it. I don't have the Game Pass, though. So. I have it downloaded. It's already on my desktop. I'm sat there waiting for it. Basically, Cause, Diablo Minecraft. Because it's the only place I could find it on now. Because when you go on the Mojang website for it, it just puts you back to the um, Windows Store. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, Microsoft own Mojang now, don't they? So. Yeah. Hmm. Does it tell you right on it there. if it's um, part of the Game Pass? Or if it's going to? Uh, if it's on the list, it's going to be part of the Game Pass. It's in a pre-order section, but it's going to be on the Game Pass from what it looks like. Fair enough. I don't have the Game Pass anyway, so... So, well, that's a thing to think about. Right, we will wrap this up then. Because I believe food's on the table for people. Just about. And there we go then. So, if you enjoyed what you heard, like, share, subscribe, do all that business. Follow us on the socials. Listen to the podcast wherever you want to hear it. And uh, thank you, Duncan, Andrea, Steph. Yes. Listen to it on your phone. Listen to it on your desktop. Listen to it on the moon. Listen Listen. to it while you go sunbathe in a park. Don't do that. As long as you're wearing a hazmat suit. Social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. Hazmat suit. Yeah, listen to it with your friends two meters apart. From, from, no, over the fences. Oh, the fence panel. Take the fence panel the down. The fences will save you. Yeah. So uh, with that bad advice, until next week, please, for God's sake, follow Lock your rules. kids up. Yeah. Get get your Roombas to do your shopping for you. Yeah. Don't yeah. Do other, Just don't, don't add weapons them. to them anymore. Yeah. Bye. 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 See you, senor.